internet. Hey, internet. Welcome to Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that put a collective bee in the internet's collective bonnet week to week. As always, I am your host, Derek Bolin. And I am your other host, Dale DeRuder. Uh... Let's get down to business. Let's we're we're in a rush. Dale's down to business. Dale abandoned his girlfriend in a Starbucks where she's been waiting for six hours for us to record this podcast. Well, so in my defense, got a power power right through it. There's she no, always does. No, there's she no works from Starbucks. There's no defense. She writes, and she, when she's at home, she doesn't get anything done. Not that I'm saying trying to pick at or anything because whenever i've ever tried to work from home it's impossible yeah i did i love how everyone says that remote work is the future uh yeah. remote work fucking sucks because you don't see other people and you're surrounded by distractions all day yeah like the only time i ever clean is when i'm supposed to be working <laughs> i'm not saying i'm slob but i'm a slob i'm not a slob when i have to work from home because i just don't that's uh, fine my girlfriend also works from a starbucks because she's a Starbucks employee. Anyway, hey, yo. <laughs> let's get into it. Dale. Yes. What made people angry on the old, the old, old internet this week? Screlly's back. What? Oh, Is that, uh, how do you? Screlly? Screlly? Martin Screlly? I've never heard this out loud. Screlly? This actually so made people happy. I don't know it. anyone who was upset by this, but I figured we should talk, well, touch on it. It's a I hot guess topic. it's just... He himself uh, made people very angry. I guess angry. it's a happy ending to the story of the Shkreli exploits. Uh, Shkreli. For those of you who don't read news. Then you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Maybe that could be our niche. Just people who don't pay attention to anything. And you so know, when we talk about this really obvious shit. You know what's actually hard? I tried to describe this guy to my girlfriend last night because she had no idea. I'm like, you know, the guy who bought that AIDS pill and then jacked up the price. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, and then he said he wanted to be a like a real-life supervillain, and then he bought the Wu-Tang Clan album, and she's like, what? And it's just like... If, That's a... Yeah, how do you not... Even if, the Wu-Tang album thing should be a dead, dead giveaway. Yeah, Everyone but she had no idea. Uh, Martin Shkreli, the farmer bro, 34 years old, uh, just a general piece of shit who earlier... What was it, two years ago now? Probably more than that. I think... I hate how people keep calling him Farmer Bro because they're like, yeah, if I call him Farmer Bro, that'll totally belittle him He's and everybody will th- make fun of him. But Farmer Bro actually lessens how evil he is. Yeah. It makes him sound like a good, Touché. good old boy. That's a good point. Yeah. He is. He's just a, a piece of shit to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guy bought uh, some necessary. Wasn't it an AIDS pill? Yeah. Okay. He was the CEO of a pharmaceutical distribution company. Which, like, 30 years old, he must have inherited it from yeah, his dad. Yeah, I have no idea where he got all his money. So what he did was he jacked up the price of a pill, what was it, like 700%? Like, the pill was $15, and they jacked it up to 200 I'm only guessing what the prices were, but then that's when he came to prominence, and then he kind of just shit the bed over there. Uh, anti- anti-parasitic drug. Yeah. Uh, and raised its price from U.S. thirteen fifty to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pill. Uh, in December twenty fifteen, he was arrested by the FBI after being indicted on federal charges of securities fraud. Uh, he resigned as CEO. Uh, from what I can tell, from that time onward, he spent most of his time uh, tw- being a Twitch streamer. Uh, and, really? And Twitch? a Twitter troll. And yeah, uh, big, big alt-right guy, uh, big Donald Trump supporter. So basically, he's a bad guy in every sense of the word. I think he made his money being a head- hedge fund manager. Yeah, but he has to have... Uh... He co-founded the hedge funds, Ilya Capital. Well, I guess he must have had money before that. Wow, he's worth, well, I guess he's not worth that much now. $27 million? Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah. So, I guess. I'm just reading reading his bio here. It looks like he was actually a a self-made man, which is interesting. Yeah, to Uh, get that, to rise that fast, I guess. I guess it's pretty safe to say he did it all underhandedly. Dropped out of high school. And skeezily. 
received the credits necessary for his diploma through a program that placed him in an internship at Wall Street Hedge Fund uh, when he was 17. And then uh, he made a bunch of money shorting one specific stock. Uh, and then, yeah, founded like eight different companies and, uh, did some securities fraud. So this year or this, this week rather, uh, he was found guilty and sentenced to seven years in prison. Uh, at which point this guy who, if you've paid attention to his public persona at all, just like, uh, a pompous piece of shit, Dale, you're rolling up the rim. How'd you do there, bud? Derek, don't. Oh, are we I got to please to... play again. Okay. So we still have to do the podcast. Are you? I, I didn't. Shit. I didn't win a Civic. I thought I thought that was going to. Is that the car they give away? It's the car they've always given away. Thanks to Tim Hortons for sponsoring this uh, Saturday night edition of our podcast. Yeah, We'd be I needed a right little now. a little extra coffee. But I wasn't drinking this jet fuel. A little extra caffeine. Jeff Buell, uh, he openly, Shkreli openly wept at his sentencing and was reduced <laughs> to the sniveling man baby he always was. Yeah. Uh, and the internet rejoiced. So, some some good news there this week. Yeah. So, the only thing anybody cares about, what's going to happen to this Wu-Tang album? Oh, yeah. That's it. Do you want to explain the Wu-Tang thing? So, what happened was, back in 2014, <laughs> the... Young upstart rap group named Wu-Tang Clan recorded a one-off album. Well, do you know what it's called? Uh, I'm reading. I don't know what it's called, but so what happened was... Once that Upon a Time in Shaolin. Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. So they recorded one album. They recorded the album, but there's only one copy that exists, and they sold it for $2 million. And... They felt slighted because they didn't know they were selling it to the douchebag who fucked up with the the pill. But he had kind of a shell corporation middleman buy the album. And then he took it and he famously laughed and said, no one's ever going to hear this album. And it's a weird thing because the album comes in this giant like platinum and nickel plated box. And there's a contract that came with it that you can't. You could do whatever you want with the album, but you can't make copies of it for financial games. So you can let anybody listen to it. You could put it to stream on the internet for free. And I don't know I don't know exactly why Wu Tang Clan would make only one album without releasing it. I guess they just wanted to get money for it and then not have like sort of a distributor make more money than them? To actually, it? Dale, according to this news article I read five seconds ago, it was a statement on how music has been devalued and they wanted to uh, release this one-of-a-kind collector's album uh, to say that there is still value in the art we create. <laughs> so I'm kind of... I don't know, that's a bit douchey, so it's kind of ironic <laughs> that somebody bought it and then nobody ever heard it. Uh, Shkreli did attempt listing this on eBay at one point. There's a picture of the listing here. Oh, really? Uh, and could not find a buyer for it. <laughs> Crazy. Which, hilarious. So, yeah, basically, uh, the FBI has seized the uh, one-of-a-kind Wu-Tang album. Yeah, it was in the litany of assets that the FBI seized. And I don't really know what they're going to do with it. My guess is they'll probably auction it. Yes, it, it does sound like it will be going up uh, in a government auction where I'm sure it will sell for far less than $2 million. But that's good for Wu-Tang Clan because they've already made the $2 million off it. Yeah. So now... They don't give a shit. The album will be released for less money. And probably maybe shared to... Uh, you know what should happen is the Wu-Tang Clan should buy it back. And then they would have just made all this money off of their own album. Yeah, but then what's the statement about art they're making oh, then? Oh, the statement's missed. <laughs> the, sta the, the art isn't devalued. It's just nobody... It's... They took... What happened was distribution companies stopped making more money off it because you can get music anywhere immediately now. So you don't have to worry about somebody taking your music and paying the money to make the physical copies and then paying more money 
to send the physical copies to stores where you have to go and pick it up when you can just go buy anything you want off iTunes for 10 bucks. I feel like we should put this theory to the test and increase our uh, our patronage on Patreon to $2 million per episode Yeah, just to introduce some scarcity around the factory of outrage yes. uh, and see if anyone would be willing to, to pony up for that. Dude, if we made $2 million off this podcast, I would probably laugh until I die. Dude, we could make $2 off of this podcast. I would laugh until I die. <laughs> I just want to see some money coming back. That would be nice. Uh, shout out to Julie, who to this date is still our only uh, Patreon supporter. And I can't bring myself to charge her money uh, every time what? we release an episode. We could be making... We could be making $5 an we episode. We could literally... What, what episode is this? 30... We could be... Yeah, but she didn't, she didn't make the donation until episode like 10 so we could that's have, 27 episodes we could have 135 dollars we See could that ladies how fast i did that math <laughs> bam Do you guys know dale dale deruder amateur mathematician yes as long as it's simple multiplication once you get into trigonometry and the fucking where there's letters instead of numbers i'm lost Al- alge- algebra algebra Isn't that, what's yeah i think that's it's not what's called Algebra is what, fractions and stuff, isn't it? Four. Or is that... What's the fractions and stuff? What? Why are you... Why are you doing that? <laughs> why did you just all of a sudden get so mad? Is it because I said the it wrong wasn't, It wasn't mad so much as just ex- exasperated. <laughs> For all our efforts to sound smart on this <laughs> podcast, all it takes is one comment like that. And our, our, fuck, now I can't even think of the word. Our, um, our math? Our, no, our, uh, yeah, that thing where, where people believe the things you're saying. Oh, Nobody shit. You ever. just blew a hole in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you brain cancer. Nobody's ever believed anything we say. Touche. Um, our, now I can't think of the word. Anyways, what's, what's the part of fractions called? Is that? Fuck, this is going to bother me forever. In math, what are the fractions called? They're just called fractions. Really? I thought it had That's like all a they're different called. Name. I thought it was a specific group of math. That's all. Okay, algebra is fractal. Fractal, math. fractal. Fractal is when something repeats on a to describe say, and simulate naturally occurring. Yeah, that's no. So algebra is when like add n to x and shit. What is algebra? Which is an man. What did we do band. before Google? Could you imagine actually having to remember this stuff? Uh I wrote it down in my math notebook. Yeah, the algebra, the part of mathematics in which letters and other general symbols are used to represent numbers and quantities in formulae and equations. Formulae. That's plural of, of formula, don't you know? Yeah. Take this formula right. and make it a formula. <laughs> if I know what, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if the ger- yeah, for burger, burger. I know we say this every time yeah. we record a late night episode. Yeah. Let's not record late night episodes. Anymore. I think they are a cut below. I don't I don't want to um kind of beat our own drum here. But I would say that I think the studio audience appreciates us not making any sense instead of just screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Our night episodes are us not able to think of words. Whereas our day episodes are us screaming. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Let's ask the people what they want. They'll probably just say neither. Uh, If it was my guess. Yes. Stop recording your podcast. Yeah. The funny thing was we were talking about the podcast and then we have this bad habit of anytime someone asks us about our podcast, we just make fun of our own podcast. And I don't think we're winning too many listeners. Whatever. By doing that. That's part of our shtick. I think I think we miss the heyday of self-depreciation. Depreciating? De- depre- deprecating? Deprecating? Defecating? <laughs> remember? <Dear> Lord. <laughs> I can't remember what happened, but I said self-defecating. When I meant deprecating, and it was like in a semi-public thing, like at an open mic, not an open mic night, but like, uh, I don't, it was like there was people there, and they heard it. (laughs) There were people present, they heard Dale say the word, and now everyone knows that Dale poops himself. Yeah. Because he's self-defecating. But anyways, 
I think we missed the boat on the self-deprecation train, which was to me would be like the early nineties. I think it'll always be a thing. Yeah, it will. But I think people we've reached this thing in art. I think where a lot of people kind of talk themselves up and then sometimes people just believe it. Like if we just kept saying how awesome our podcast was and then we told people our podcast was awesome and then they listened to it and they didn't like it, they would pretend to like it because they thought maybe it was something they were missing out on. It's like boring movies. How boring movies are like everybody's like, this movie's really good. Yeah, like the movie where the lady who fucked a fish man just won Best Picture. Yeah. No one could stand up and say, this is a movie about a lady fucking a fish man. Yeah, and all these people who are like judging that movie were, they weren't like, this is stupid and dumb. Like, this is like a spinoff of Hellboy. They were like, oh, maybe I'm missing something and I don't want people to think I'm an idiot. So I'm just going to say I liked it. It's I will say that our podcast probably does uh, as well or not well as it does rather uh, because we're both such awful self-promoters. We should add fish sticks to our podcast. (laughs) Because it got them the fucking picture of the year. Are you implying we should make love to fish products on oh, our dude, podcast? Oh, dude, I read the funniest review on fucking Amazon for, uh, what was it called? Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Somebody said, this movie's fucking terrible. The whole movie's about a lady having sex with a fish, and they never show the fish's dick. <laughs> How can I like Are a you movie? sure you didn't <laughs> yeah, write that no, I'm pretty sure. I know you were pretty upset about it yeah, last week this, when we discussed This it. restores my faith in humanity <laughs> because it means there are other people like me who are just as disappointed that they don't show the fish dick. Like, just from the side, like, you're blurry in the water, do just you kind need, of floating. Do you need to? Yeah, I do. Do you need it's to? It's the 50s, and she's humping a fish. They got to just, they, maybe just a shadow, like a silhouette, silhouette from, like, between the back, like show his butt. And Even if that hanging. happens, doesn't it like bump it up to an X rating? Like you no. almost never see. Uh, Wait, what was the movie rated? Dick in films R. I'm gonna guess. I don't understand why people would want to watch this movie. Is this like? Is this the what we have evolved to after fucking Twilight? It's like, well, nobody's really biting on the whole werewolves and vampires thing. Let's get the creature from the Black Lagoon. Ship and get Water rated a girl R to love her him. Like, is there fighting in action or is it just like, is it just like the most disappointing thing because they have like a science fiction premise and then they just make it a drama? Just watch the movie. I would rather not. Just watch. Did you watch it? Okay. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Yeah. They do show the fish dick. No, they don't. But you have to watch to the very end. There's a hidden clip after the credits. No. And it's just a, a growing fish boner. No. <laughs> no, I do not believe that. Oh, no, it's true. Whatsoever. It's 100% true. Wait, is this like in The Hangover where you watch the pictures at the end and then it shows the guy's dick? Did it actually show a guy's dick at the well, end of The Hangover? Well, it was a prosthetic. I don't know, wait. Uh, was it? Yes, it's exactly like that. I think it was a prosthetic. Or like at the end of The Avengers where after the credits it has that scene where you see all the Avengers dicks. When? How big was Hulk's dick? <laughs> yeah, like, even bigger. I know you think, like, oh, yeah, it would be a big, big green dick. But it's yeah. even, it's bigger. And it's purple, which I didn't know that was canon. It's It stands out in stark contrast to the rest of his body. Yeah, well, if you, like, look at your own penis, which is also purple. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time we were like, we're going to fly through this podcast. Yeah, not get distracted. So, like, let's just hit Ten minutes what, later, Hulk dick. Yeah, let's hit <laughs> on what people are angry about. We'll talk about that. We'll provide a service, and we won't obsess about dicks of pop culture characters for 20 minutes. We, no, but seriously, The Shape of Water won Picture of the Year. What the fuck? I know, it, that, that is exactly to the point you were making. I think everyone wanted, no one wanted to be the person who was like, guys, I don't want to seem shallow here, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't pick up on any of that other shit. I yeah. just saw, like, a pretty formulaic science fiction movie, only the the woman has sex with the fish thing. Also, she's mute, so, but I guess they do that. In, it's always, like, another outsider that relates to 
It's like Elliot in E.T. was a huge fucking nerd. Yeah. And the kid from Flight of the Navigator was a huge fucking nerd. Yeah. And uh, the kid in Mac and Me, is there... He was in a a wheelchair. Right. Holy shit. So, yeah, very formulaic. Outsiders love outsiders, (laughs) bro. Um, What was I just going to say? At least my my only defense... Uh, the Shape of Water winning is at least it wasn't another fucking musical because it seems like a musical wins every fucking year. I don't even remember the last time a musical won. Wasn't what won last year? Bird, Bird, Birdman? No, last year was Moonlight. Right. I didn't see that. That was an Oscar so white overcorrection. La La, La Land was a musical and that And that's probably why he won the guy that's probably why Warren Beatty said he's like, like oh, he's like well I'll just pick the most popular a musical, musical eh? cool. that always wins. Well what was the year before that? That was Birdman. Was Bird oh yeah Birdman was also very boring. No, Birdman was amazing. Yeah, it was like Michael Keaton acting his ass off. Yeah. But that's not not boring. No, it was it, what? I think that the new Spider-Man Homecoming... I'm confused by the words coming out of your mouth. Hollywood apologizing to us for making the movie Birdman without him actually being the Birdman in it. So they cast Michael Keaton. Was Michael Keaton in the new Spider-Man? Yeah, he's the Vulture, oh. which is the what? bird bad guy from the Spider-Man universe. So to me, it was a personal apology for Birdman being so boring. They're like, here's all the action that we didn't give to you in that movie that was supposed to be about a S- Michael Keaton playing a superhero. Okay. Here he's a bird villain and he's fucking badass as shit. That can't be an accident. It can't be an accident they cast Michael Keaton as the bird no, villain. It wasn't an accident. It was a personal apology for Dale for making Birdman <laughs> so boring. Dale specifically. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, also. Cool. Michael. Might- okay. Birdman. I might have to watch this movie now. Michael Keaton in Birdman was amazing, but Michael Keaton is fucking always amazing. I thought I... uh, Even the movie Need for Speed, he was awesome. Multiplicity? Is that... Multiplicity, he acted his dick off again. He, he just played, Dude, like, he played, variations he played on the same... smart Michael Keen, <laughs> Keaton. He, he played went... dumb Michael Keaton. <laughs> he, he played, played regular Michael Keaton. <laughs> All on screen at the same time. He played eight characters with like tiny personalities. Yeah, tweaks. different versions of <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> Do we want to move on to the next? There was like nerdy Michael Keaton. There was kind of sporty and flirty Michael Keaton. There was, well, what else? No, you're thinking of, uh, fuck, God damn it. What? What? He was the best Batman. The what's the the sports movie he was in where? Doesn't he like travel back in time or something to uh What? Fuck. Mr. October, I wanna say. Oh, I never saw that. Is that baseball? Mr. October movie. Spoiler alert, called? baseball movies are the only sports movies that are actually really boring. What is it called? Rookie of the Year. I thought it was Mr. October. That sounds like a movie. Was it Michael Keaton? That sounds wasn't there like a contract where that other guy had to be in all the baseball movies? The other boring actor who was in Waterworld. What's his name? Kevin Costner. Yeah. I actually I was gonna make a joke and I was like, oh wait, that was Kevin Costner. They are different people. Barely different people. Why can I not okay, I'm gonna spend the next ten minutes researching no, this. Just don't riff, make me talk. Riff on some stuff. Oh my god. Um <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's do the next Okay. Uh, speaking of bird people, uh, I, I don't, uh, let's do the, the Trump thing. What? Oh, Trump goes to Korea. Yeah. Did he take, um, that basketball player with him? What? Oh, Dennis Rodman, As which is hilarious. How does Dennis diplomat? Rodman get into Korea, into Korea? Actually, funny story. The, uh, Kim Jong-un was a, like, since Korea was obsessed with, um, sort of Americana basketball is always like a, was a big aspect of Americana when Kim Jong-un was growing up and the perennial favorites were the Chicago Bulls because they won like fucking a ass load of uh, titles with Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman and was Ewing on the team? 
Yeah, I think uh, Ewing was on the team. So anyways, Kim Jong-un grew up watching tapes of these basketball games in North Korea. So he reached out and wanted to talk to um, Dennis Rodman. And this is another one of those, uh, I guess, paint-by-numbers movie plot where you have outsiders in love with outsiders. Whereas Dennis Rodman, I don't know if you've seen the guy, but he... Wore a dress, dyed his hair a different color. Yeah, it was very... And this was in the 90s, mind you. This was before any of that shit was socially and acceptable. it's going to be hard to dance around this, but African, the African-American community is pretty homophobic. For So for him to do that in basketball was even more of an outsider-ish activity. I'm going to just make a formal statement that I don't know if that stereotype is true. It used to be true on for sure in the 90s. With your story. It might not be true anymore, <laughs> but it was definitely true when uh, Dennis Rodman played sports. Uh, so Continue. So it's just this beautiful movie plot of outsider meeting outsider and falling in love. So instead of a fish man loving a mute girl, it's Dennis Rodman and King Jong-un. King, King Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Falling in love. Fostering this bromance. Falling in love with each other. Falling in friendship with each other. Anyway, so Trump is headed to North Korea. Also, that would be the absolute worst sex tape. Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong-un. Who do you think is the bottom in that situation? definitely Dennis Rodman. (laughs) He's a power bottom. He's like one of those guys who's used to being bigger and more muscular than everybody. So it's kind of his kink to be, like, on the bottom. It's like when CEOs go to dominatrixes because they like not having any power, and that's, like, their fetish because... So, anyways. All right. Are, are we done talking about Dennis I Rodman? Just, I just sense? wanted to say... Are we done? ...that I Googled Dennis Rodman and Korea, and he actually congratulated Trump on taking steps to do something no other U.S. president has ever done. Okay, so here's the thing, and this is why we're including it. I know people like to shit all over Trump for everything he does. Uh, But you think back to a year ago when everyone was like, holy fuck, we're on the brink of nuclear war. Donald Trump is going to, like, get nukes launched against the U.S. by North Korea. The guy's a fucking idiot. And now he does this abrupt 180, and he's like, Trying to, he's at least making. He's the first U.S. president ever to accept a diplomatic invite to North Korea. Yeah, um, I think four four U.S. presidents previously have been invited. Uh, Bill Clinton, no, three. Bill Clinton, George H.W. Bush, Barack Obama. None of them accepted. Trump accepts. He's gonna go start diplomatic talks with North Korea. Yeah, he's he's gonna see what he can do to uh, to lead to their disarmament. Mm-hmm. These are all good things. Yeah. Why are people flipping out? Oh, because I don't know. I It's funny because you say that and I think maybe posturing against Kim Jong-un was the exact right thing to do because the guy's a lunatic. Yes. And since Trump stood up to him, it was actually Kim Jong-un who was like, OK, come over and we'll talk about being peacemakers or whatever, because maybe he realized that. He shouldn't fuck around. He with called. Trump. He called his bluff. Exactly. He was like, "Holy shit, this guy is actually crazier than I am." <laughs> One of us has to step off. Maybe it should be me. Yeah. This is that. That's exactly what it ha- what happened. And the reality of the situation is, yes, North Korea is a giant threat to world peace. Not in that Korea is going to start a war, but if something happens to Korea, then everybody's going to pick sides. Like it'd be like. Russia, China on North Korea side, yes. and then us and the other guys, like on lit- South literally Korea everyone sides. else. Yeah, probably there would probably be some random like Turkey or whatever would join China, um, and maybe e- whoever, whichever one of Palestine and Israel isn't on our side would be on their side. Just do you do you not know which one? I think it's Israel. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Israel. <laughs> It's got to be Israel, right? It's Israel, right? Dear Lord. Uh, it, it is, yes. Yeah, you got so it. So what are you talking about? I was right. <laughs> you got it. Nailed it, bud. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, no, this is this is good. This is a good thing. It's, it's okay, guys. Look, I'm just going to say it's okay to say that Trump is a lunatic and overall a very shitty president yeah. who occasionally does 
some smart or presidential or productive things. That's all right. You don't have to shit on the guy for every little thing he does, even yeah. the positive things. Yeah, see, the point, the thing you got to do is, like you're saying, a lot of people, they just shit on absolutely everything Trump does. But then when he does good stuff, they don't praise it. But what you got to do is you got to praise the behavior you want to Positive see. reinforcement, man. Exactly. You learn that with kids. It's time to use the carrot and no more stick. <laughs> Granted, worst, worst possible outcome and something I legitimately fear is that Trump goes over there and and waits until uh, Kim Jong-un falls asleep and, like, draws dicks on his face or something. Like, this is a very how is, valid concern of mine. How is that not the best possible? That, that would be World War III. That would that be... Would be- <laughs> If Trump does that, I'm on Trump's side because that is fucking hilarious. And I know it's immature and it's bad and it's diplomatic catastrophe, but I got to appreciate the humor in it. You'll you'll buy a MAGA hat. Yeah. If if Trump can draw yeah. a dick. I will buy a MAGA hat then because I don't have one. I have a closet full in every conceivable shade of red. Yeah. Uh, I would... If if I didn't fear for my life, I would wear one as a joke. But I think yeah, I don't would... know. That's not one of those things. It's like a swastika. Can't wear it ironically. Yeah, that's no true. one's gonna. It's like you might actually get punched in the face. You if will you wear a absolutely hat. get punched in the face. But actually, you know what'd be worse than that was real Trump supporters would want to talk to you about stuff, and you'd be like, guys, it's a joke. I, I don't want to talk. Yeah, to please you. don't. I don't share I don't, any of your views. Yeah, exactly. Please don't tell me <laughs> any of your thoughts on anything. Although I will tell you, your boy going to North Korea. Yeah, is a good. Okay, so let's all just like. Calm the fuck down. Take yeah. a big deep breath. Go to your happy place. Wait and see how this plays out. Uh, but I will argue that, like, it was the same. Obama went to Cuba and spoke on the phone to uh, Iran when he was in office. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, uh, predictably, people who didn't like Obama lost their shit over that. But, again, those were good things. They were yeah. opening uh, diplomatic ties to these countries that, um, at least in the case of, like, Cuba wasn't going to do shit. They've been poor as dirt since... Uh, yeah, like they you know, the they 50s, don't even have so. new cars. No. All their cars are old as shit. They're how, like they're going to have any sort of like military might. But having relationships with countries that otherwise want to throw bombs at you, yeah, uh, are, is 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 good. Because, I'm going to say it's good. Do you know the best way to get rid of an enemy? Hug it, hug it to death. Make that enemy your friend. Hug it to death, and then smother it with a pillow, and then draw dicks on its face. That while would be it's sleeping. the second best way to get. Draw rid dicks of an on enemy. its face while sleeping, and then smother it with the pillow, so the pillow ends up with dicks all over it. <laughs> We've been talking about dicks a lot this podcast. This podcast, <laughs> I, I think, I think the branding of Outrage Factory is us talking about dicks and then pretending we know smart stuff. Outrage Factory, more like Dick Factory. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Do you like that? And my- we're back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yes, so, I like your deep, deep and we're back voice. Thanks. I've been practicing. I don't I don't want you hogging all the glory. Yeah. Because now you're the funny guy and the guy with the good deep voice. Yeah. What I do I have? I don't think my what voice do is I have very left? Deep. Your good looks? What do I have? It's a podcast, Dale. Uh, while I am quite good looking, nobody can appreciate it. Yeah, this is this is where we should pivot and start upselling ourselves by talking about our lustrous looks and how sexy we are so we get some more female listeners. Yeah, but then we should get like a video. Oh, that was no, shattered. Then, yeah. <laughs> right. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh this week in dumb things that happened in Florida, I swear to God, Florida must have like 
just decades of cocaine residue like in the air. Yeah. And people are just breathing in cocaine all the time. Actually, it's funny you say this because Florida actually just did two good things, which completely caught me by surprise. Oh, the gun, the gun thing? Yeah, the gun thing. And they banned marriage of people under 17. Really? Yeah. And then they took a horse into a club. Yeah. Fuck that all up. Way to go, Florida. Way to be. Uh, You make these two big political gains and then you just (laughs) throw it in the garbage. So Florida legislators clearly listening to our podcast because we talked about both these things last week. Back when we were talking about smart stuff and and not uh, dicks. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we talked about dicks. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about old dudes humping young women and how gross it was. Yeah. I don't think we got into the specifics, and we certainly aren't going to do that now. Yeah, Moving on. Totally. <laughs> um, they passed that legislation or whatever, which is great. And then a video comes out this week of a club in Miami uh, full of very drunk people where someone thought it would be a good idea uh, to get a scantily clad woman and put her on a horse and have her ride a horse into the club. Was this like a Lady Godiva theme thing? I don't I don't even know. Looking at it, you see like two two seconds of, of the clip. Uh, not not sure what they were going for there. I appreciate the showmanship. Yeah. Uh, the rational thought between, hey, let's take a large animal with huge teeth into a club full and- of drunk people. One that routinely kicks people in the head. Yes. If you're like me and you watch fail videos or that's got to hurt videos on the internet, you've seen a horse kick people in the head on numerous occasions. It probably left them with substantial brain damage. Yes. Gladly, this video does not show the horse kicking anybody in the head. Yeah. And actually, the horse is pretty much the best most tamest horse I've ever seen because it didn't actually flip out. It looks like it slipped. The lady fell off and then it got back up and it didn't wig the fuck out. I think, I think it bucked. I think it bucked the lady off. Like it makes an effort to shake her off of its back. Well, I think that's after it fell down and then was trying to get back up. And maybe like, Hey woman, please get sorry. I know we did just celebrate international women's day. Sorry, person. Yeah. Get your fucking bikini ass off my back. Get your, you're empowered behind off and of, front <laughs> totally off my back. <laughs> what? So the club, again, all there was all this outcry over animal cruelty. Uh, you know, I have to wonder uh, how many of the people claiming uh, having a horse in a club uh, at any point b- being animal cruelty have ever visited a club themselves. Is that, I mean, it, it is cruel. Yeah. Clubs are fucking awful. That it, music that was playing was terrible, and no horse, let alone person, should have to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, I mean, really, the thing you're really cruel to in the club is your ears and your liver and probably your self-esteem. Uh, oh, wow. The uh, the city released a statement on the incident saying the business license for Mokai Lounge was revoked as it was an actual threat to public health, welfare, and safety of those in attendance. Yes, which I get. I mean, that horse easily could have domed a couple people. Yeah. Uh, or bit them or, with its giant or teeth. Or the huge, scary teeth. Or, like, shit on them. Or something bad. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, like, the Where fecal matter could have got sick. Yeah. Where did it poop in this club? And did they have stables out back? If yeah. so, would that not have alerted authorities to maybe the horse problem before? Are you reading things? Yeah, I'm just reading to see. They don't explain why the club did it. Because it's in Miami, Dale. The club couldn't be reached for comment. Because it's Miami, Dale. Uh, why did the club do it? Because the club is in Miami, Dale. That's... That's all the explanation we do need. I do like that the city of Miami was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't take too kindly to crazy stuff in Miami. You're shut down. But it's Miami. Yeah, they're like, They're probably like, oh, fuck, people keep calling. Let's just shut them down. They're like, whatever. Crazy shit like this happens literally every single moment in Miami. <laughs> the club next door has a pack of wild cheetahs yeah. they let loose in the club every Friday, <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> Uh, you know what I like about Miami? What? That it featured so prominently in that Will Smith song, Bienvenito a Miami. Do you know what else Miami featured prominently in? 
Dexter. Yeah, don't. That's that's not. Which is coming back for another season. Is it actually? Yeah. With the guy? Yeah. The same guy? Michael C. Hall is coming back. Did he beat cancer? He has a beard. No, he beat cancer before it ended the last time. Yeah. Because there was like, I don't know. He was like, he had cancer and then he beat it. And then I think he stopped dating his sister in the show because he con- he's like, I conquered cancer. I could get a hotter girlfriend than you, Deborah, liked, with like a messed Deb. up face. I like Deb. I like Deb's I face. I don't like it's Deb. a pleasant face. I did not like Deb. She just seemed too intense all the time. It's like, whoa, we get that you're a fucking detective, but take it down a notch, Deborah. People are using their inside voices and not doing the fucking... Bruce Willis breathe with your mouth open while he's holding a gun thing all the time. That's rich coming from you. What? The king of loud speaking mouth breathing. Hey, I don't expect to get a date with Michael C. Hall. Or Deborah. A very large role in a super popular TV show. I think I stopped watching the show when they announced he had cancer. Because I was just like... Wait, I don't want... Who was the bad guy in the last season you watched? John Lithgow. Yeah, that's about when he had cancer. Yeah. You should go back. No. Not for the next season. No. Just go watch the season that has Colin Hanks in it because Ooh. Colin Hanks as a bad guy. I do like Colin oh, Hanks. Oh, wait. I think that's a spoiler. Well, Shit, I too don't late. Think, <laughs> I don't think you find out that he's the bad guy until like three quarters of the way se- through the season, but it is the best season. Also, the show has been off the air for like what five years now. So yeah, I don't, probably. I, don't think, I think the the uh, the statute of limitations on yeah. spoilers. For and a also, show. I think anybody who's gonna be mad that that spoiled would have already watched it. Yes, and I don't think anybody listening to our podcast who hasn't seen Dexter is gonna watch Dexter based on our recommendation. Yes, based on your recommendation. I think if I was recommending it. I think the hot girl from Chuck is in the new season. Don't know what Chuck is. It's the TV show by Chuck Lorre, which uh, it was actually pretty good for a couple seasons. Then it kind of just ran its course and they just kept going to the well. Gonna take a hard pass on that one. It had uh, don't care Adam Baldwin in it. Don't give a shit. He was in Firefly. Wait. Oh, Adam Baldwin. Also, interestingly enough, we were talking about James Woods earlier, yeah. uh, who's an alt-right piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Adam Baldwin as well turns oh, yeah. out to be, he's just like fucking garbage on Twitter. I can't oh, follow the guy. so lovable I'm like, on the show. I really liked him on Firefly. Now I'm yeah. just like, you suck. Like, you were a shitty human Although being. Although it's funny because of how he acts in on Twitter is probably the exact same way. His gun-toting, super conservative... Uh, meathead character on Firefly was. So it's funny that you wouldn't like him because he's super right wing in real life when that's his character that was on Firefly. His character. But I guess it was like a cartoonishly embellished character on Firefly. I think he deleted all of his tweets. Probably because he wants to act in more stuff and not be fucking blackballed from all of Hollywood. Because Hollywood... Not very right wing. No. Most of Hollywood, totally left wing. Yeah. Which is fine because they're all artists and actors. Oh, after Adam Baldwin quits Twitter. Oh, well, uh, that's probably smart. Oh, ditch the social media platform to protest alleged censorship, you fucking idiot. You dumb moron. Yeah, I feel like you guys aren't letting me say all the stuff I want to, so I'm just going to totally censor myself. So what if I want to say that, uh, you know, blacks and Jews are evil? I should be able to say Is that. Is that what he Stop said? Stop censoring me. I don't know. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah, no shit. I love how all these people, like, there's this assumption now that these private companies like Twitter and Facebook yeah. have an obligation. Like, they're the fucking arbiters of free speech. They yeah. decide. It's like, no, if I own a company and I'm providing a website and you're saying, like, idiot shit on my website, yeah. fuck off. Get the fuck off my website. Yeah, my plus, website. the Mine. only thing they care about is making more money. Yes. And if they get consumer lashback because you're an idiot, guess what? They, you're out for the greater good, which to them, the greater good is them making more money. So basically, any company is making this omelet. And if you're throwing, like, fucking anchovies in this omelet and just ruining it and nobody wants to buy the omelet, then they're kicking you out. Yeah. Yeah. 
You tell him, Dale. You fucking take your anchovies and you go elsewhere, Adam Baldwin. Yeah. Get off my Twitter. He probably did. Twitter. There's, there's uh, what's that awful Gab, Gab.ai. What's that? Which is like, oh, they, they launched it. So once all these people uh, started getting suspended from Twitter for allegedly uh, being conservative, but yeah. really it was for violating the terms. <laughs> yeah, like really saying yeah. like awful shit. Uh, this other social network that is essentially exactly like Twitter sprung up, uh, and it's called Gab, and it's uh, a safe space for conservatives to say... I'm using air quotes around conservative. It's it's for, like, Nazis and shit. That's crazy. I mean, there's plenty of conservatives on Twitter still. Yeah. People with conservative beliefs who don't hate blacks and Jews. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, launch targeted harassment against people who disagree with them. Yeah. Uh, those people are fine on Twitter, which is weird because Twitter hates conservatives so much. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's good. All those people should go somewhere, and then they should just light it on fire. Yeah. Just burn it, burn it to the ground. Yeah. Pull, pull their internet plug. Yeah, and then they won't be able to breathe because they won't have a hose. To, uh, I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, you I'm trying your, to make your it, metaphor. I'm, I'm trying to make a joke. Went of, off the rails there. Yeah, it's just it's too dumb. It doesn't make Why sense. Why do you breathe through a hose? I don't know. It's just, it just <laughs> let's just leave it. Are we going to talk about this horse more or? Uh, you know, uh, aspiring club owners don't put horses in your club. Yeah, don't put large live animals into your club. Some of them would be okay, I think. I think you won with a bikini-clad woman because uh, people who go to clubs love that shit. They do. Because they are all super horny and super shallow. So You didn't need you to get... put her on a horse. That probably yeah. made it less cool. You actually should have got... A fucking mechanical bull because shallow perverts love mechanical bulls more than anything because hot girls go on them and then their boobies bounce. I know we didn't say this yet, but happy International Women's Day to all, <laughs> all the women out there, all our female <laughs> listeners. Uh, thanks. We uh, we are firm believers in uh, in in you. You are all such role models to us, and uh, you you empower us on on the daily. Even the girls who go to clubs and make out for attention. <laughs> That's your day also. All you had to do was let me end the sentiment. Couldn't do no, that. I want to say that I am accepting of all women. And if you want to do super shallow activity to get super shallow attention, that is your right in our society. If You know what I saw? I saw two women sitting on a mechanical bull making out. Was I mad? No. Why would you be mad about that? Because the guy had it on super slow-mo, so they're never getting bucked off. <laughs> and that's not fair, because as soon as I get on there, he fucking cranks it to 10, and I fly off, and I look like an idiot. How is that fair? The girls making out get to go on, like, what, 0.5? What you have to like, do next time is just take a dude up there with you and start making out with them. Do you want to go? No! <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. All right. I think uh, if I rode a mechanical bull, I'd probably break at this you've age. You've done it before. Oh. Yeah. I've I never. I, I guess I was three years ago I've, or two yeah, years you, ago. You were this age three years ago. You were yeah. in the same demographic bracket, which I is like. I feel like I'm infinitely more fragile now than I, don't I care. was two years ago. See, the funny thing, I'm at an age now where I don't care about like the individual years so much. What's yeah. hard for me is when I go to like websites and they have those polling questions when oh, you're suddenly yeah. like, oh, now I'm like. 37 to 54. That's that's the bracket I'm in. They See, have us all lumped together. I don't have a problem with me being in that age group. I have a problem that they put me in that age group because I'm supposed to have so much more money than I do to have different spending <laughs> habits when they're like, oh, hey, are you the white whale that's going to spend all this money on our website? And I'm like, no, I actually, no, I actually have me. the same amount of money as like a 23 to 28-year-old, so don't try to rope you, me You fucked anything. up there with your targeting website. Yeah. Hey, speaking of website targeting, uh, you want to get into this, this the, deal? The Facebook Your thing? Facebook dealing? Okay, so um, I guess Facebook uh, doesn't really understand stuff. And <laughs> no shit. They did. They, they released this survey... 
Um, and they were, uh, let's see. Okay, so Facebook has apologized for a survey that asked users for their opinion on allowing pedophiles to solicit sexual pictures from children on the platform. Uh, like, what the fuck, Facebook? Yeah. How is that a good idea, ever? The only way I could see, like, if I'm Facebook, even though I know this wasn't their intent. Yeah. If I'm Facebook, the only way I save face. Save face here. Yeah. Is if I come out and say, oh, the reason we had that question was as like a honeypot for anyone who answered that question. We're now reporting them to the authorities for pedophilia. That would have made sense. They didn't say that because they're fucking dumb. They were legitimately asking the question to try and be like, where should Facebook put its boundaries? Probably on the other side of trafficking in explicit photos or sex with children. Yeah. Zuckerberg. Alongside questions about topics like violent extremism, Facebook asked how users would handle quotation mark a private message in which an adult man asks a 14 year old girl for sexual pictures one possible answer was the content should be allowed on facebook and i would not mind seeing it yeah the line that you should draw facebook is before that yes definitely 16 year old girl up for debate. Yeah. 14 year old. Nah. Eh. I mean, it's spe- like. That was a joke, by the way. I don't know if anyone picked up. I'm not. I don't, yeah. I'm not condoning 16 sex. No, that's sex gross. Pictures is that's gross. 16 year olds. It should. It, it sh- that was a joke. It, it just has joking. no. It has no place on my sanitized internet. I know the internet is full of disgusting stuff, but Facebook has always been. The spot where you're like, oh, a lot of my cousins follow me. Maybe I should take it back a notch. And if I'm actually going to make a super rude joke, I make it on Twitter and not Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. That's my that's my filter. I'm like, if I can't handle my pretty religious cousins and my girlfriend's mom seeing the quote, then I don't put it on Facebook. But I still manage to get my girlfriend's mom to stop following yeah i was i was gonna say you did get unfollowed by your girlfriend's mother yeah but to me that wasn't very offensive i just said when i took that picture quiz where you turn yourself into a girl or the opposite sex i just said that i would fuck myself and then that was too much for her which i mean that is that is you that is dale yeah like that's like talking to me in real life like i get I get people banning me and, like, not wanting to hear my opinion. But as far as all of my opinions go, that's pretty tame. Saying I'd have sex with myself, the female version of myself. I mean, like, if you don't want to have sex with the female version of yourself, maybe you should look into a mirror and see what you could do to be more attractive as a person. Start going to the gym. Yeah, and it's not. Read a book. It shouldn't be physically based. Like, I'm sure that if I was a female, I could talk to myself about a lot of things. We'd share a lot of the same interests. We could even partake in some movies and maybe go to a live show or something. And then, you know, go for dinner. And then if the feeling's right. One thing leads to another. I'd fuck myself. See, I don't know. (laughs) The the people who have made me the angriest that I've encountered in my entire life have been the people most like me. People unlike me, fine. But when I see someone who's, or I get to know someone and I'm like, oh, that's a trait I have. That really pisses me off. Yeah, because it's fucking like garbage. you're like I've I've built up these walls so that I could ignore my bad traits and basically go on existing without being in a state of constant depression for how annoying <laughs> I am. And then someone like you comes along and it's just like somebody throwing up a mirror and being like, "Here, deal with all your bad faults." Yeah, so you're look, like, "Look at this. Uh, you're exposed to it now." I'd rather get angry and avoid <laughs> just the whole lash topic. Out. Yeah, I'm gonna lash out and not talk to this person anymore. Instead of dealing with myself. Uh, Facebook clearly struggling to find their way in, in, you know, recent allegations that they are actively making the world a worse place. Uh, I don't think questions that imply that they might condone. I mean, even Reddit, which is like the garbage dump of the Internet. Yeah. They'll take anyone there. Yeah. Uh, Even Reddit came down and like banned pedophiles uh, a couple years ago and said they would not allow people to yeah. to traffic. They're in. like, take this shit to 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> Where all the... The actual like, garbage dump of the internet. Yeah, Don't go there Dallas. ever. It's awful. Yeah. Plus, it's irrelevant now. Like, 
4chan was relevant before Reddit. I'm a new convert to Reddit because I got the app and it actually makes sense because before when I went, it was just a page full of text that I didn't really get. But now that I could go straight to the subreddits and just see pictures of people falling down and little gifts, I like it now. That's that's all it took. Yeah, I will say 4chan is still relevant in that uh, a lot of the people who grew up on 4chan yeah. are now like the alt-right. Are they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you see a lot of the same behavior there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's it, a lot of it's been... There's still 4chan message boards that are, like, heavily... They're, they're the people who are, like, not working in conjunction with the Russian boss, but, like, yeah. they're the people who are on Twitter, like, doing the really aggressive, awful shit. Uh, and uh, do you remember something something awful forums back in the day? No. That was like it was like a web forum uh, with like same thing, like a bunch yeah. of dumb fucking jokes. It wasn't really the anything goes shit. But uh, so something awful has kind of grown into the alt left, which is like, you know, irony, Twitter and yeah. all, all these dumb jokes. And the alt right has come from 4chan. And these are like the two sides kind of shaping our political discourse now, which is <laughs> fucking mind blowing because fuck both of those websites and anyone who was ever on either of them. It's basically people who were overexposed to the internet at too young of an age and now they're sociopaths yes and they don't actually have an emotional attachment to either side of the political spectrum but they, they just want to watch the world burn <laughs> but they've been on one side for so long that they're just they're just they just feel stuck on that side so they propagate those same ideals yeah i think it's like it's it's definitely like mob mentality in action yeah. like there were times I I was I would never refer to myself as like a 4chan person, but I mm -hmm. did spend uh, an ample amount of time on it back in the day. And there were times when someone would just be like, hey, this cam girl is streaming. Let's all like go raid her and make her cry and like spam her with really. And you would see this play out. And it was, you know, looking it was funny at the time. Yeah. But looking back, it was really fucking awful. It was an awful thing to do to real people. Yeah, and but at the same time, they're like, well, cam girls are this, like, gray area that's not really prostitution because there's nobody there because it's, like, kind of porn. But So it's like, I guess they pick the victims that people aren't going to sympathize with. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Deep. Yeah, so it's like they're bullies, but they on purpose pick like like i just said marginalized like, people yeah yeah pick the victims that nobody's gonna come and defend so that they can get away with it yeah which is kind of how they've always operated yeah. uh and it's fucking awful all right we want to do mailbag mailbag i thought we weren't gonna talk about dicks anymore <laughs> zing dad dick joke i guess that would be a dad balls joke mm. a mailbag Get it, Derek? A bag. M-A-L-E. Bag. Yeah, yeah I yeah, get like it, Dale. The bag from a male. All right. Like his testicles. Uh, because that's the bag that's attached to a male. You know, just read, just read questions. So basically what happens is if you're not familiar with how to get into the mailbag, what Derek does is he posts on Facebook. He goes, what made you angry? And Twitter. And Twitter, and then people tell us what made them angry, and a lot of the times it's super specific and to them, to them, which and I mean, good, but yeah, we're not gonna. I respect your angry, but I actually don't want to delve into how you fought with your significant other about the furniture in your house because I do that way more than enough with my girlfriend. We got in a fight about pillowcases the other day, and. It ended up being a 45-minute argument. Interesting. And you know what happened at the end of it? We kept the same pillowcases. <laughs> we didn't even buy new ones. I think one of the worst uh, arguments Courtney and I ever had was over a, uh, a a chest that she wanted to buy. Yeah. And uh, say, same same thing. She, yeah. she wanted the new chest, and I was like... That kind of seems like a fucking pointless thing. Yeah. Uh, and we it turned into this thing about how I didn't respect her or her opinions, which probably true. I don't know. <laughs> Happy International <laughs> Women's Day, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it turn it it always does it. It always, it starts out as a differential in taste and subject decorating, but it always ends up into I want this because you won't let me have it. Yeah. 
Now this is a hill to die on. And then that's an opportunity for everyone to surface everything that's been bothering them in the relationship for five years. Yeah. Uh, And then the people in HomeSense start looking at you weird. Yeah, and it's like, because you've got this backpack full of old arguments, and you're like, I'm just holding on to this old argument. I don't know what to do with it. It's like half of a tea set you had from like your grandma and you don't want to throw it out because it's from your grandma and then you're like oh shit we're fighting now i could just pull out like uh that time in the park when you walked too fast and left me behind i'm gonna throw that into the argument and shit like that yeah relationships are beautiful and everyone should be in one so in the mailbag we don't want to hear about that oh yeah stuff don't tell us i don't because care. We don't talk about our relationship problems on air. <laughs> we already get in <laughs> annoying arguments that we should probably be more mature and talk through better. I've never heard that. Yeah. Uh, mailbag. Things that bother people this week. Uh, what's with hangovers getting worse the older you get? I wouldn't know that. I'm in peak physical condition right now. <laughs> That's actually one of the reasons I don't get drunk anymore. <laughs> it was it was a two-prong effect that life hit me with. I got gout and then I got... My two-day hangovers turned into three-day hangovers, and I was like, you know what, life? I get the point. I shouldn't get wasted anymore. Yeah, there were, uh, towards the end of my drinking, there were times where I would get drunk on a Friday. Yeah. uh, And come Monday morning, I'd still be hungover at work. Yeah, there was, people told me, they were like, Dale, we're going out tonight. Don't get Dale drunk. That's a term. a term, and I was like, yeah, I probably should t- should knock it back a bit. Uh, things that other people in drive-throughs that leave way too much space between cars so other people can't get their orders in. Yes, but uh, what if somebody like comes screaming into that drive-through at sixty kilometers an hour and rear-ends a car? You want enough time <laughs> to turn your car out of the way so you don't smash the car in front of you because then. If there's a chain reaction in a drive-thru and everyone's car gets smashed, you guys are waiting hours to get fast food. And funny story, if you get rear-ended and you hit the person in front of you, technically that's your fault. You're at fault, yeah. So that's why people are leaving space, so that if they get rear-ended, they can smash on the brakes and then they'll stop and they'll... Uh, continue to have control before they smash into the person in front of them. Uh, other things, white splaining, sure, whatever. Oh, I did want to talk about the fucking white splaining. Jo- Jordan Peterson. I've thing. heard mansplaining. We'll, we'll talk about Jordan Peterson next week. Yeah, Jordan Peterson's a big fucking bag to pull open. Yeah, also a dumb bag to pull open. I don't know. I've heard him on a podcast, and he sounded like an alright guy. He uses. He uses large words to seem intelligent, but there was an interview he just did where he was mad about. Uh, Frozen, the movie, he was talking about how it was like virtue signaling or it was uh, some some liberal propaganda because uh, I can't give a spoiler because people might not have seen Frozen yet. Um, but the, anyway, we'll get into it another time. Jordan nah, I don't get that. Maybe was it because the leading two characters were female? No, it's because the, the... And the guy got a bit rapey? The, the, so the guy turns into a, a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Without how giving is, too much away. How is that propaganda? Because they set it up as a... I don't fucking... Jordan Peterson, to me, is a genius for dumb people. Only very stupid people think Jordan Peterson is smart. Mm. Uh, and luckily, there's no shortage of stupid people out there. Yeah. But, like, Jordan Peterson, you can poke holes in his arguments very easily. Wait, and people do all the time. I don't Are know if I'm thinking... Are you stuck on this thinking, Frozen thing? No, I don't think I'm thinking of Jordan Peterson. I might... Have the, them confused the University of Toronto fucking professor. Oh, who, who didn't want uh, yeah. to acknowledge people's gender, gender pronouns? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think we talked about him previously. Anyway, we'll get into See, that. See, it's hard time. because with a professor like this, I have a problem with how, like, how open spaces and shit kind of took over the colleges and people were too scared to correct people for not so that they wouldn't appear open and liberal enough. And then you get a guy like Jordan Peterson in there, and it's like, do I agree with him because he's farting, fighting with all these super liberals that are wanting to do space safe spaces, or is he actually wrong? Well, that's the thing. Like, I think, I think a lot of people kind of glommed onto him because they believe in... They just want to, like, stick it to the liberals. So they, yeah. they want to mock safe spaces, too. But 
it's it's possible, like with the Trump thing in North Korea, you can think that an idea is dumb, yeah, and you can present your own arguments against it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you need to glom onto a shitlord like Jordan Peterson, who, uh, who has appointed himself the de facto leader of this movement in Canada, uh, at least. To I don't know. Fuck the guy. Yeah, it's, or it might, it might for me, it might just be one of those things where he started out with a good idea and then he just went too far and you're like, oh, great, now I'm an asshole because I defended this guy. Well, now he's definitely pandering to, like, his his audience online. He's, yeah. like, grown very popular with with that side of the political spectrum. Did he um, lose his job? No, he ended up not. It was never him losing his job. It was uh, a TA who showed one of his videos lost her oh. job. Right. Uh, and then the right, school right, right, school right. walked that back pretty quick, gave her a job back. Right, Anyways, right, whatever. Right. That's all our mailbag time. Fuck it. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week to Outrage Factory. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Herder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDevon. You can follow us on Twitter at Outrage Facts Pod, where we don't tweet very often. You can also like us on Facebook. Uh, hey, if you've listened this far into the episode, head on over to the iTunes store or Google Play or wherever you listen to your podcasts and chuck us a big old, big old three and a half star rating. Yeah, tell us you like us because the only reason we're doing this is we need attention. Yeah, uh, so please validate us. Validate us in the form of those little, little stars. Yeah. Uh, give us a rating. Tell your friends about us. Uh, you know, maybe. Oh. Sh- what? Yeah, I was just going to give a shout out to Subspace Pod because I'm going on there this weekend and it's a podcast about Star Trek. The the reason we had to do this shitty late night episode is because Dale here blew us fucking off for his fame and fortune on the Star Trek podcast that he's recording the day we normally record our podcast. And it's my fifth appearance on said podcast. And if you like Star Trek, definitely go check it out. But... I do have to warn you, it gets pretty nerd speak because those guys know so fucking much about Star Trek that sometimes it's me pretending I'm not lost. <laughs> those guys don't listen to our podcasts. I so think they might. Shit. Well, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, dudes. I will never listen to your podcast. I don't even know what a Star War is. Star Trek. I know. I did that to because oh, people get really you angry. you were trying to just on purpose be a dickhead. Yeah, me? No. Oh, is that on brand? <laughs> that's, that's our shtick. Dicks uh, and I'm a dickhead. Dicks and dickheads. Just rename the podcast. Yeah, shoot us a rating. Tell your friends about us. Uh, you know, tweet tweet about us. Facebook about us. Yeah. Talk about us on the social media. Uh, thanks, as always, for listening. And until next week, stay angry.